0: Morning. Hope everybody's doing good. It's starting to cool off a little bit outside. Mornings, man, it's good. Uh, so much so that you know we got a fan in our window and and uh, blowing in there. Kind of got to cover up in the morning. Gets a little chilly, but it's good. It is good. I'm excited about the season. But we are still in summer, so it's good. But we're getting rain. Definitely a a blessing, a praise, for sure. Uh, It's good to see everybody this morning. Thank you for being here, and uh, it's exciting uh, what we're doing. Let me get myself on here. Uh Oh, is there any batteries back there? All right, I'll just talk loud until I get some new batteries, it's okay. I've been gone for a couple of weeks, uh, but man, I want to say that I know that God's word was spoken while I was gone, and I sure appreciate the godly men who stepped up and um, and did that and and came and and uh, got to hear from um, uh, Tucker. Brought a good word and. Uh, I oh, I'm, I'm hoping we're going to get his name right, Jeff. It Jeff, missionary that came in, um, did an awesome job. I heard lots of good uh, from that, so what a blessing that was to have them here. And um, two weeks ago, uh, well, let me back up here just a little bit. I, I need to make an announcement uh, so everybody knows, a couple of announcements. Um, two weeks from now, we will not have church in this building. Uh, we will have it uh, at 10 o'clock at the auditorium as part of uh Beecher island days so um write that down on your calendar if you show up at 11 15 you miss church okay so two weeks from today uh auditorium church is going to be there uh please come please join uh please come be a part of that and uh and it will be it will be good so two weeks. Uh, second thing is that there is some cards back there uh, on the cabinet uh, for Levi and Anna Moody. Levi and Anna Moody. I had it there until I had to say it. Levi and Anna Moody, uh, they are from Alaska Air Oh well, no. Uh, they do a, a mission in Alaska with aviation. They do it what's the what's their mission called? Kingdom Air. Kingdom Air. Um, and do an awesome job. Adam and his family are going there this week, uh, and he's going to get to spend a day with them. So there's cards back there. If uh, you would like to fill one of those cards out um, so that Adam and Rachel and their family could take them to them, that would be really awesome. So please take a minute or two to fill out a card so that can uh, go and and bless them uh, in that. So so take some time to do that. But uh, two weeks ago, when I was here, I challenged you. I gave you a challenge to think of somebody who doesn't have a relationship with Christ. Who, who um, God has put on your heart uh, to start praying for. And, and I challenge you to write their name down. So that every time you, you saw their name, you prayed for them. And I hope that you took that challenge on. I hope that you took that seriously. But if you didn't, it's okay. You can start today. Write their name down. Uh, I have some cards in the back that were given to me. Um, They're just little prayer cards. And you can write people's name on them. Uh, They're in the back. On the back, they have um, uh, uh, some ways to pray for those individuals. Um, uh, I did not make these cards, but they were given to me. Uh, uh, If I would have wrote them, I may have have changed some wording. So don't worry, but it's good. It's all Scripture. uh, Just be reading uh, reading Scripture, praying for them. Praying for individuals who, who don't have that relationship <clears throat> with Christ. And, and I want to start praying for those individuals that are around us. Uh, may, maybe it's somebody that, that's not even around here that's on your heart, but you're praying for them. Be, be praying for them. Uh, and I think that that is very important um, in our walk and bringing people to Christ. And so, uh, uh, grab a car on your way out. Um, I also talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago that I would like for our church to start going outside of these walls, to to start finding ways to do outreach, for for finding ways for this church to, to, um, man, bring people to Christ. And uh, there's going to be an opportunity in in, in, uh, a few weeks. Um, Write these dates down, September 25th and 26th. we're, there is there is seven plus churches coming together uh, to put on a revival. Um, they're not calling it a revival, but I am. Because <laughs> um, that's what we're doing. And so let's call it what it is. Um, there is uh, seven, I'm going to say seven, but I know that there's, there's probably even ten churches now from Ray and Yuma who are coming together to uh, put on this revival, the 25th and 26th at 630 at the Ray football field. Um, I've been asking you to pray for this individual that's on your heart. Uh, that maybe doesn't have that, that relationship. This is a perfect opportunity to go and ask. Hey, we got this event. Maybe that's why they're saying not revival. <clears throat> Sometimes with non-believers, if we say, hey, come to this revival with me. They're like, you hey, go ahead. bring them to this. A great opportunity uh, to bring them to it. See, there's a couple ways that you can get involved. Uh, You can be praying for this individual, right, that that doesn't have that walk. You can be, you can invite them to this, but also we need volunteers. Uh, um, All these churches, we we need some volunteers from each church to come and help. Um, uh, Many different ways to help. So if you would like to volunteer and you're available on the 25th and 26th, we would like your help. Um, uh, We need volunteers from many different areas. We're also going to have a children's Uh, speaker come in for children ages 5 to 12 uh, that will go on simultaneously. And so uh, we're going to need volunteers for that also. So 25th, 26th, 630 Ray Football Field. Write it down. If you want to volunteer, please let me know. It's an awesome way for our church to gather up with other churches and and, um, do work. Do work for Jesus. And uh, so let me encourage you to be a part of that and um, and bring people to it. Because we also need to do that. Bring people to it. A gentleman by the name of David. I didn't bring my other notes. Um, I will get that information to you. Um, for the Children's Church, it's a guy from Greeley that's coming. Uh, has a ventriloquist, and magi- magician. He's pretty neat. He, he does a great job of uh, tying Christ into all that. Um, David. I'll get you his name. Sorry, I don't have that information in front of you. You know what? It's actually on the flyer. There is flyers in the back. Thank you. There's flyers in the back. Grab one on your way out. It has all that information on it, who's speaking, everything else, uh, times, all the information. So that is there. Um, I'm going to challenge you to continue to pray for that individual, though, because if the timing's not right for that individual to come to this, it's no big deal. It is all right. Keep praying for him. Keep praying for them. Keep praying for them. Pray for this church to find ways to reach out um, and get outside of these walls and do an outreach. Yeah, that was a lot. If you're new with us, you just got a mouthful. So, welcome, welcome to Beecher Island. Uh, um, if you are new with us, Beecher Island. I say it every Sunday morning that Beecher Island is an independent, non-denominational, Jesus-loving, Bible-preaching church, and that's who we are. And I love that about this church. And I and I, uh, I'm excited. About what Beecher Island is doing, but really I'm excited about what God is doing in Beecher Island, because it is good. So, I hope that you brought your Bibles, because we have been in a long series in John, the Gospel of John, and we're, we're not even a quarter of the way through yet, just so you know, and we've been working on it for a while, but we're going to work on it for a lot longer. Gospel of John, chapter 8 is where we're going to be. If you didn't bring your Bible, it's okay, there might be one in front of you. If there's not, raise your hand, I'll get you one. Because we're going to do some reading this morning. John chapter 8. And we're going to start verse 12. A few weeks back when I was here, uh, we went through the woman uh, who was caught in an adulterous act. And, And I talked about that verse 12 usually is with the next section. It's cut off. It's, it's not part of this adulterous woman. But I say that it is part of it. Because Jesus, it's a continued thought. And then I may have misspoke and said that. I hope that I didn't say that it ended it right there. Because it's, we're going to start in verse 12 today. Because it's a continuous thought to the rest of it. So it, it, there's no stopping point there. It's, it's Jesus teaching. And, and all this action that's going on. And so I want us to to wrap our minds around what is happening, what's going on as Jesus is talking to all these people. And and what a blessing it is to have chapter 8 in the Gospel of John. You see, John writes a very specific way. He writes in a way that's amazing, but he tells us how he writes it. In John chapter 20, verse 31, he tells us, but these things are written. He's saying, hey, I wrote this, I wrote this so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing, that believing in that, you'll have life in His name. That's how I want to read it. That's the mindset that I want. That's the heart that I want us all to have as we work through the Gospel of John, that we read it to know, to know, to know that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And that when we believe that, we have life in His name doesn't get any better. Let's go to him in prayer. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this morning. I thank you that we have your word and that it's so readily available for us, Lord. Lord, don't let us, let it, no, help us to not let it sit on the shelf. God, give us, give us the motivation to pick it up and read it. Pick it up and read it and, and to learn from it and know it and, and continue to grow. What a blessing it is to have it. I I thank You that we have the Gospel of John. And that when we read it, we read it to know that Jesus, You are the Christ, the Son of God. And I thank You that when we believe in You, we have life, true life. And I thank You for that. And I pray that we know that and understand it. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. All right. Bibles, I hope they're open. John chapter 8. John chapter 8. We're going to read from 12 all the way through. Because there is not a good stopping point. If you think there is, just keep reading. Okay? There's not a good... Alright. John chapter 8, verse 12. And, and there's going to be some reading, but man, it's, it's uh, there's just so much to it. It's good. Alright. When Jesus spoke again to the people, He said, "...I am the light of the world. Whoever follows Me will never walk in darkness." but will have the light of life. If that's not highlighted in your Bible, go ahead and highlight it. Go ahead and just keep coming back to that one because it's good. It's good. All right. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid. For I know where I come from, and where I am going. But you have no idea where I come from or where I'm going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. But if I do judge, my decisions are right because I am not alone. I stand with the Father whom sent me, who sent me. In your own law it is written that the testimony of two men is valid. I am one who testifies for myself. My other witness is the Father who sent me. Then they asked him, Where is your father? You do not know me or my father, Jesus replied. If you knew me, you would know my father also. He spoke these words while teaching in the temple area near the place where the offerings were put. Yet no one seized him because his time had not yet come. We'll talk more about that. Not today, but soon. Once more, Jesus said to them, I'm going away, and you will look for me, and you will die in your sin. Where I go, you cannot come. This made the Jews ask, will he kill himself? Is is that why he says, where I go, you cannot come? But he continued, you are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. I told you that you would die in your sins if you do not believe that I am the one I claim to be. You will indeed die in your sins. (laughs) Who are you? They asked, just what I have been claiming all along, Jesus replied. I have much to say in judgment of you, but he who sent me is reliable. And what I have heard from him, I tell the world. They did not understand that he was telling them about his father. So Jesus said, when you have lifted up the son of man, then you will know that I am the one I claim to be and that I do nothing on my own, but speak just what the Father has taught me. The One who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do what pleases Him. Even as He spoke, many put their faith in Him. To the Jews who had believed in Him, Jesus said, If you hold to My teaching, you are really My disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered Him, We are Abraham's descendants. And have never been slaves to anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. I know you are Abraham's descendants, yet you are ready to kill me because you have no room for my word. I am telling you what I have seen in the Father's presence, and you do what you have heard from the Father. Abraham is our father, they answered. If you were Abraham's children, Jesus said Jesus, then you would do the things Abraham did. As it is, you are determined to kill me. A man who has told you the truth that I heard from God, Abraham did not do such things. You are doing the things your own father does. We are not illegitimate children, they protested. The only Father we have is God Himself. Jesus said to them, If God were your Father, you would love Me. For I came from God, and now I am here. I have not come of My own, but He sent Me. Why is My language not clear to you? Because you are unable to hear what I say? You belong to your Father, the devil. And you want to carry out your Father's desires... He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Can any of you prove me guilty of sin? If I'm telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? He who belongs to God hears what God says. The reason you do not hear is that you do not belong to God. The Jews answered him, Aren't we right in saying that you are a Samaritan and demon-possessed? I'm not possessed by a demon, said Jesus, but I honor my Father and and you dishonor me. I'm not seeking glory for myself, but there is one who seeks it, and he is the judge. I tell you the truth, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. At this, the Jews exclaimed, Now we know that you are demon-possessed. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say that if anyone keeps your word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham? He died, and so did the prophets. Who do you think you are? Jesus replied, If I glorify myself, my glory means nothing. My father, who claims, who you claim as your God, is the one who glorifies me. Though you do not know him, I know him. If I said I do not... If I said said I did not, I would be a liar like you, but I do know him and keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced at the thought of seeing my day. He saw it and was glad. You are not 50 years old, the Jews said to him, and you have seen Abraham? I tell you the truth, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am, I am. At this they picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus hid himself, slipping away from the temple guard. There's a lot in that. Man, it's God's Word and it is good. It is good. uh, Quite a teaching that is laid out. Quite a teaching that Jesus just just pours out to the Jews and to us. Quite Quite a teaching. I'm excited. (laughs) about what's in this. Um, Like I said, there's no way we'll get through it all. But I had something light on my heart this week. Um, And uh, I watched this video clip this week. Um, It it was of a a Muslim ulama. Muslim preacher, I think that's what that means. His name was Dr. Zakir. And if I say that right, okay, if I'm wrong, it's okay too. But Dr. Zakir, and he was in this rather large place, and they were asking questions. And this Muslim woman got up to the mic, and she said, "Uh, um, the Quran says that we're supposed to follow Jesus. That we're supposed to follow the teachings of Jesus. And, And he said, very good question." That's right. We're supposed to follow the teachings of Jesus. Jesus died or was born of a virgin birth. He, he was a great teacher, a great prophet. But Jesus never claimed to be God. He said Jesus never claims deity. Okay. And then he goes on to quote lots of Scripture, even from the Gospel of John. I mean, he was laying it out there. But I thought, man. Man, dude, how, how did you read the Gospel of John and claim that Jesus didn't say he was God? Did you skip chapter 8? Like, did you did you just not read it? Because there's quite a teaching there of Jesus claiming To be God. The deity. The Muslims truly believe that nowhere Jesus claims deity. He does not claim to be God. That's what they they stand in. And every time they pick up the Bible and read it, that is the perception in which they read God's word. So when Jesus says, I am no, he's not saying I'm God. That doesn't have anything to reference the Old Testament and I am. When they read the first chapter of John, the first four verses, they just have to say, oh, that's not Jesus. That's, that's not Jesus. Because Jesus doesn't claim deity. And that's their perception I'll tell you, though, my one question to him would be this. If Jesus didn't claim deity, then why did the Jews want to cast stones at him? Why did the Jews want to kill him? If he wasn't claiming deity, if he wasn't claiming to be God, why would they want to kill him? That was the only reason they wanted to kill him, because he was committing blasphemy. He was claiming to be God. See, I say all this, though, Because when each one of us come to God's Word, when each one of us open up God's Word to read it, most of the time we come to God's Word with our own perception. With our own religion. With our own theology. With with our own thought. You know, it's pretty easy for us to watch a clip of a Muslim and say, man, you don't get it. Man, you just don't get it. You know what? I stopped in my tracks and I said, God are you telling me you don't get it. You don't get it. You see, when we come to God's word with our religion, with our with our perception, we can't be changed. We can't grow any. When we're all about self and what we are standing in, we can't be moved. You know, and I'm preaching to myself this morning. I, I want you to hear that. I, I'm preaching to myself. I, <clears throat> See, I come to God's word with my perception and my religion. My, my theology. And a lot of times I pick it up to read it to prove what I believe. Man, I don't want to stop doing that. I, I, I don't want to care what I believe. I want to stand in God's truth and believe God's truth. You see, I talked a lot this morning in class. And if you missed it, it's okay. Join us, join us next time a lot about that we've got to read God's Word and understand it. And I, and I talked, I'll say this morning, that, that when we read God's Word, I don't want to be of His Word. I don't, I don't want to be of a, of a single verse. I don't want to be of two verses that we can pluck out and say, yeah, that's, that's the truth. That's my religion. That's what I'm going to stand on. I want to be of God's Word from front to back. I want to learn from the old and I want to live in the new. And I want three verses to back up what I stand in. And not just three verses, but 20 verses before and 20 verses after that single verse. To make sure that when I pull it out of there. And I say, this is what it means. That I can say, this is what it means. Because of all these verses. And I grab three of those to go along with it. And say, that's God's word. Not my perception. Not my religion. Not my theology. But God's word. God's word. See, one more thing with that is I think when we go to God's Word, we got to know a couple of things. we got to know who wrote it, who did he write it to, and how does it apply to us. I brought those three questions to class several times. I don't want to be of me. I don't want us to be of a religion or a theology. Of God's Word. I've been reading all these pastors lately about believing this theology versus that theology, or I stand in this or I stand in that. Why? I stand in God's Word. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with saying I stand in God's Word? Why do we have to put a word to it or a claim to it? Claim God's Word. I I don't know why we're getting so far off, and maybe I'm rat tail trailing it here, but why are we getting so far off and trying to name everything? Why can't we just be of God's Word? Be of God's Word. See, I don't want to be changed by it. I don't want to be stuck with my pride. You see, there's so many different churches, so many different religions. A street can be lying with churches with different names on the wall. Why? Why? Because man wants to be right. That's what it comes to. Because man wants to be right. Man's pride gets in the way of God's teaching. And I'm not immune to it. I am not immune to it. You see, I've been really trying to pray that when I pick up God's word, God's word bespoke. And when I come in front of you, that God's Word be spoke. Not mine. No. I want to stand in His truth. And every Sunday morning that I get up here, I want you to walk away saying, I'm going to dig into God's Word a little more. I want to be of God's Word. I want to and That's what I, what I want you to hear every, every Sunday morning. I just said it a minute ago that I get up here and I say that we're an independent, non-denominational, Jesus-loving Bible-preaching church. And if we're a Bible-preaching church, that's what I want to preach. That's what I want to teach. That's what I want our Sunday schools to teach. That it's all of God's Word. Not about a religion. Not about a perception. Not, not about a, a what some guy preached one time not about a legalism that grandma and grandpa told me about or told you about I don't want to be a man's pride I want to be of his word the true king's word because you see when we read the Bible 20 times front to back, front to back, front to back, front to back, front to back I want that image I want this church to be that image. And am I saying it's not? No. But that's what I want is for us. When we read God's Word front to back, front to back, front to back, somebody walks in here and says, yep, that's what I read. Not, whoo! (laughs) They didn't read it. (laughs) And walk back out. Because when it all comes down to it, seriously want to be able to say God, God your way, not mine. God your truth, not mine. God your life, not mine. So that we can honestly say it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. See, because Jesus says in verse 31 to the Jews that had believed, they, they're the believers. He said this, you, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. His word. It's right here for us too. It's right here for us too. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. You'll be set free by His Word. Not by man's Word. Not by, not by some theology. But by His Word. His Word. See, the truth is right there. Right there in front of us if we just dig in. If we dig into it and seek His Word, it won't be about perception. It won't be about religion. It'll be about His. As long as we come to it open-hearted. Open-hearted, open mind and see His Word. You see, the Jews stood there in front of Jesus and argued with Him. That's what's just blowing my mind. That, that The Jews stood right there in front of Jesus with their perception, with their religion, right? With, with their law. And they knew that they were right, even though they were as far from right as they could possibly be. But they were so stuck in their perception that they couldn't. See Jesus. You see, I used to say that they were blinded by God and they couldn't see. I don't believe that. I can't read that in there. I was told that one time, so it just stuck. I don't believe that. See, I think they were blinded by their own perception. That they were blinded because they couldn't get out of their own religion and their own law to see that Jesus is saying, Hey, I'm the truth. I'm the way. I'm the life. And they said, No, we're going to stone you. See, the Jews stood there and said, We believe in God. But we don't believe in the Son. The Muslims stand there and say, We believe in God we don't believe in the Son. And how many other religions today say, well, we believe in God, but we don't believe in the Son? Many. Many. Verse 42. Jesus said to them, if God were your Father, you would love Me. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. Why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When He speaks a lie, He speaks from His own resources. For He is a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe Me. Which of you convicted Me of sin? And if I tell you the truth, why do you not believe Me? He who is of God, hears God's words, therefore you do not hear because you are not of God. And He lays it out. Jesus doesn't beat around the bush. He says, you don't hear me because you're of the devil. You don't hear me because you're not of my word. Church, are we of God? Man, I'm not not joking in that question either because I'm asking myself the same thing. Am I of God? Are we of God? Do we hear God's word? Or do we hear man's word? Man's theology, man's interpretation. Guys, I'm going to tell you right now, I have some pride issues. Some big ones. I want to be true. I I want to be right way too often. And I'll tell you what, I don't know how many times, I can't even count how many times I have thought about God's word because I thought I was right. And now I read it and I'm like, I was so far off. Because a pride. Because I want to be right. I pray I don't care if I'm right. I pray I don't care if I'm right. That's where I want us. Not to be fighting over right or wrong, but to say, what is God's word, and that's right. I want to be able to say with complete truth, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Christ who lives in me. It's not me. I want to be able to say every morning I deny my flesh and I pick up the cross and I fall. Even though I fall short, I'm going to pick up the cross and fall. I'm going to deny my flesh, deny my flesh. And I want to get out of the way of God and let Him work. Let Him work in my life. Let Him work in this church. Let Him work in everything I do. And I want to pray, Lord, I want to be all about You. All about You, not about me. I want to hear Your words. Not my own thoughts, but Your words. Man, that's what I want to pray. And if you're praying that this morning too, I I want to encourage you to pray that this morning. I want to encourage you that when we sing here in a little bit that we just gather up and pray with each other. If you want to, you don't, you don't have to. But if you want to come up here and pray by yourself, come up here and pray. If you want to pray right where you're at while we sing, pray, pray. But if you want to pray with, with me or with an elder, you'll have opportunity to do that. See, because Jesus doesn't beat around the bush. I said a little bit this morning in classic. Man, maybe we're being too easy on, on ourselves and on others. To see verse 23 and 24, Jesus speaks. He speaks truth. You are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am of I am not of this world. Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. For if you do not believe that I am He, you will die in your sin. And He lays it out for Him. For the Jews. And He lays it out for us. That it's all about Him. It's all about Him. All about Him. Not anything else. And He says, If you believe in Me, you'll have life. True life. But if you don't, you'll die in your sin and you're going to hell. I, I don't like saying that from up here. But why not? Because it's the truth. And man, I want you to know the truth. Know the truth, know the truth. Jesus lays it out with two options for the Jews and for us. We can either choose Him or not. Choose Him or not. And when we choose Him, it's life. When we don't, it's hell. See, you have a choice. Just as the Jews had a choice to not stand in their religion, to not stand in their perception, but to stand in the truth that Jesus was laying out to them. Man, that's what I want to choose. Truth. Truth. Every time. Every time. Deny myself. Stand in the truth. I'm going to invite... The, 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 Music team up looks a little different this week. We need to give our music team a break. They do such an awesome job, but they do need breaks, and I, I'm going to encourage you to pray for them, okay? And pray for our music team because they, they pour out and pour out and pour out, and um, and uh, they do an awesome job. So be praying for them. They'll be back soon, maybe next week. Maybe they're going to take next week off too. And that's okay. Uh, but be praying for them to be recharged. Uh, as they all are taking a break, uh, I just asked if anybody wanted prayer. And, and as the elders, we've been talking about this a lot. That you know what we, we we're honest when we say that if you need prayer, we want to pray for you. Uh, it's it's not. Um, I don't just say it every Sunday to make you feel like you have the option. I want you to know that that option is there. We we want to pray with you. That's that's what God calls the elders and the leaders of the church to do, is to pray with the people of the church that need prayer. And and I'll tell you what, I need it. And so if you need prayer, don't. Don't let the devil keep your feet sitting right where you're sitting, okay? If you need it, come seek it out. You can come up here and pray by yourself. You can go to the back. There will be some elders in the back. You can come up here and pray with me. Whatever that is, whatever you need prayer for, we're here for you. That's the truth we want to stand in. And if you are choosing Jesus for the first time today, you're saying, I don't want to be of the world. I don't want to be of the Father of lies. I don't want to be in my sin. I don't want to die in my sin. I want to be of you. And you're choosing Jesus for the first time today. What a a blessing. Praise God in that. And and if you're making that choice today, man, we want to pray with you. So so I encourage you to come forward. But uh, this week has uh, been a wild ride for me. Because I'll tell you, I, I... Wrote this sermon and then I thought that's the dumbest sermon ever. Why would I preach that? Well, you, you know what? Uh, I, I hope you got something out of it, but I got all because I want to bring you guys truth. I don't ever want to bring you my truth. I don't ever want to bring you my religion. I don't ever want to bring you anything that is not of God's Word and backed up with God's Word because at the end of the day I want to say your way God your way not mine your truth not mine your life not mine and if you're praying that this morning man pour it out to me pour it out to me because God is right here right here listening right here walking with you right here encouraging you encouraging you As you go through this journey with Him. If you need prayers, come forward as we sing. Let's go to Him in prayer. Father God, I thank You so much for this morning. I thank You for Your Word, God. And I pray that we don't let our perception, our perception of Your Word, of You, ever, ever get in the way of Your truth. God, God, I pray that that we be in Your Word and only in Your Word. and, And not bring all our... Baggage along with it. Lord, I, I thank you. I thank you that you tell us over and over and over again that if we believe in you, that we will have life. That we will that we will not die in our sin, that we will have true life with you. And I, I just pray that every person here this morning hears that and knows that. And they're not carrying their sin around. They're not. They're not putting it in bags and, and being weighed down by it. But they're landed at your feet saying, Jesus, I know that you took my sin upon that cross and it died with you. And when you rose from the grave, we're covered. And we can walk as white as snow in the eyes of our God. Man, what a blessing that is, Jesus. Thank you for that. Thank you. I pray that we stand that we walk in it. Lord, if anybody's struggling this morning and just, just is crying out for prayer that they that they don't let their feet be stationary, they come and seek that prayer. Lord, I thank you that we can lift each other up in prayer. I thank you that you call the leadership of this church, the elders of this church, to do that. I pray that that happens. God, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for every person here this morning. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Stay in sync with us. If you need prayer, come forward. There's elders in the back too. If you need prayer, we'd love to do that.